We distract ourselves from ourselves, the farther and farther away we become from our highest self, the state of owning and thriving in our truth. That feeling that something is just missing. You can't quite put your finger on why you feel burnt out from all the busyness in your life. I mean, the hustle and bustle of 2020, the new year has come so freaking fast. I'm sure you've been so busy at work, putting in countless hours, but not really feeling that productive, coming home exhausted, turning on the TV, trying to catch up on the latest episode of your favorite Netflix show, but then you don't even end up watching it because you scroll through Instagram the whole time. And each day you find it harder and harder to concentrate, to focus on your work, on people, and your relationships that are right in front of you because it's becoming harder and harder to stay present. You can't even remember the last time that you sat down to truly let your own thoughts and your own emotions just flow freely. You've been suppressing them and ignoring them and distracting yourself from them for so, so long because of everything that you have going on. If this sounds like you, you could be suffering from a case of being disconnected from yourself. So keep listening for my five ways you can better connect with yourself on a deeper level. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mindfully Lifted podcast, an audio program where we dive into philosophy, wellness, and spirituality for the holistic-minded human. I am your host, Camilla Celeste, back to say, wow, wow, wow. We freaking made it. We survived 2019. We survived a whole other decade. And what a hell of a year. What a hell of a decade to wrap up. So, so much coolness has happened since I last left you guys in episode four back in September. I know it's been a little while, but um, as you guys know, um, right before I was about to have a big move, so I can't wait to share all of that with you. Stick around until the very end for my personal life update and just where I'm at right now. Without further ado, let's get into today's topic. You're feeling somewhat of a void, you say. I see it this way. At the core of our inner being lies all that we tend to easily get distracted from. Our true self, forgotten gifts we possess, talents and skills that bring us joy, emotions we've been masking, wants and needs that have slowly been pushed aside, whether a conscious or subconscious process, when we put ourselves second to all of life's demands, we then become unable to even focus on those things as well. For all that has been ignored inside begins to block our minds from being entirely present. We succumb to this pattern of constantly distracting ourselves in order to avoid ourselves 
And the sooner we are able to recognize the disconnection, the sooner we can start the important work of reconnecting with everything internally that's been on the back burner. I know you guys are probably like, why is recognizing all of this so important? Why is being connected to ourselves even important? The way I see it is this, ignoring our emotions, gifts, needs, and desires stunts our healing. It stunts our growth and our development as human beings. But when we tune into ourselves, our real raw emotions, our real needs and gifts, we are owning our truths. We are essentially cultivating self-awareness, the healing process, and tapping into what brings us fulfillment, which ultimately facilitates growth in its most authentic state. When we are doing this work, stepping into our highest selves, we can fully show up in all the areas of our lives, our jobs, our careers, our relationships, everything else is just more harmonious. So what is connecting with myself, air quotations, uh, even look like? I can't speak for anyone else but myself, but these are five things that I do personally to reconnect with me. Uh, when I notice that I have just been neglecting all of those things and maybe you'll find them helpful for you too. I know in my last podcast, I did um, another insert number of things for whatever topic um, and we're doing this again. So um, I can't promise that every episode is going to be like this. Five ways to do this, 11 habits for this, blah, blah, blah. But um, this is just what I've come up with. So let's get into number one. Number one is to, to write, write morning pages. pages. I have said this time and time again, maybe even nearly in every episode I have out right now. But morning pages are pure magic. They are crucial to having an open and honest conversation with yourself. They're just such a great way to check in, a way to be transparent with yourself, free from judgment and influence, just flat out an honest way to talk with yourself. And when you're writing morning pages, you are directly tapping into the self that's been muted and masked. You can begin to navigate all the thoughts and emotions that have been jumbled up in your head, dying to be known and released. I personally write them daily or as often as I can. Sometimes, you know, my schedule is a little bit crazy or I wake up late and I don't have enough allotted time to write down everything that I want to say. And when I really get in the flow of things, I don't want to stop. I don't want to be like, okay, I have to go or I'm going to miss my bus to get to work. Um, so I, I really try to allot a specific amount of time that I know I'm going to get out all of my thoughts whenever I sit down to do them. I mean, and technically they don't even need to be morning pages. They can be lunch pages. They can be midnight pages or bathroom pages. Really like whatever time works for you to sit undistracted, unrushed, unbothered is just what I suggest to do. Uh, and morning pages, just to recap, I know I probably sound like a broken record at this point, but there are three pages of literally whatever comes to your brain. You don't even need to sit down with the goal of, okay, I'm going to write about my emotions for three pages. Just 
guys, just sit, clear your mind, and just start writing. Like, whatever surfaces is what is meant to. Even if it's, I'm sitting here in bed writing these silly pages, I have no idea what to write. Write that down and keep writing. Seriously, this step alone will drastically change your life. I even notice on days I don't write them and seem completely different than on days I do carve out the time to write them. Making time for this is the same as making time for yourself. I highly, highly suggest it. If you only take one thing away from this episode, this would definitely be something to start doing. Which brings us to number two. Make a gratitude list. Yep, I'm sure you've heard... (laughs) this via many books, podcasts, Instagram graphics, etc. Expressing gratitude has so many wonderful scientifically proven benefits. It can lift your mood, it can reduce depression, it encourages psychological resilience, increases our feelings of self-worth, and just has an overall positive effect on our total mental health and all of our relationships. I usually try to incorporate a gratitude list into my morning pages, but if you are doing this separately, an easy way I found to incorporate this is by taking a post-it note, setting them on your bathroom counter so you'll be reminded to initiate when you go to brush your teeth, or you can place post-its on your nightstand before you turn out the light to go to bed. Um, Just write down things that you're grateful for really quickly. You can certainly make this list each day, but if you're only starting, make it simple and just jot down as many things as you can think of that will fit on that little post-it when you start feeling disconnected. You might find yourself surprised just how many things in your life you're truly blessed with. Number three, exercise Exercise and movement. movement. Now, this step is especially important for those of us who are stationary majority of the day as I'm sure you already know, but without getting into the physical benefits from working out or just moving your body in general, diving into the mental benefits most particularly, the advantage of the mind-body connection with yourself, working out, whatever that may look like for you, weightlifting, yoga, spin class, anything, or just general movement outside of sitting and standing, like going for a walk, stretching, dancing, etc is a fantastic way to tune out distractions and spend that quality time nurturing our physical state and any pent-up energy that we may carry with us throughout the day. Headphones in during a lift, walks, yoga by ourselves really allows us to be one with our vessel and spirit, which can help thoughts, tension, emotions surface and have a way to be physically released. Movement, getting the blood flowing and sweating it out has also been proven to increase our body image and self-confidence. And honestly, when we're confident in ourselves, we can then be confident in our ideas and our actions. Number four, go Go to your your favorite favorite spot spot in the city. city. When I lived in Houston, my absolute favorite spot in the whole entire city was Herman Park. More specifically, the Centennial Gardens. For anyone who lives in Houston, if you guys know where that is, it is probably one of the prettiest places in the city considering we have almost zero nature. Um, And it was beautiful and busy mostly. People were everywhere, but it also possessed a sense of calm 
and quiet at the same time. It was the only place in the city for me where I felt most connected with myself and could be somewhat in nature. Now that I live in Seattle though, there is so much nature all around. Even taking a solo walk down the street to grab a cup of coffee is a positive experience. And I highly recommend finding a spot near you where you can venture to safely by yourself, whether it's a local park surrounded by trees and mountains, or just going to your favorite coffee shop or restaurant. And well, just taking yourself on a date really. Doing this alone kind of rewires your brain to think, hey, I can do this on my own. I can be with myself and my thoughts and it's all good. I know, I know, sometimes my favorite spot in the city is my own house too, but even if you go to a quiet place in your home where you can sit alone with your thoughts, maybe light a candle, getting in the bathtub, a cozy study, or out on your porch or balcony, just having a place where you can spend quality time with yourself and just your own energy is very important when you're seeking to reconnect. Number five, I'm sure this will be no shock to any of you guys, but it is to meditate, guided Guided or unguided. I know meditation and how hard it is for me to literally just sit still in silence at times. I have slowly worked my way up to meditating unguided the more I keep up with my meditation practice, but I will say it has definitely been easier for me when I'm so far disconnected from myself and have a whole bunch of thoughts to sort through. To start with a guided practice from YouTube or a meditation podcast for even just a few minutes. I've really found this to be tremendously helpful. I usually just search for gratitude meditation, abundance meditation, or creativity meditation, uh, and so on, depending on what I'm feeling in that moment, the things that I specifically feel I need to be recentered with. If I'm really feeling it, sometimes I will just put on some soothing vocalist meditation music and focus on a single thought or just listen to my breath for a little bit and let my mind just go wherever it wants to without any type of resistance. And I think that's where a lot of us can get hung up on, the whole intimidation about unguided meditation like i'm not supposed to be thinking about that project at work right now or that grocery list or whatever is coming up try to just let those thoughts into your headspace free from judgment and shame and see where else your mind can wander to just by simply allowing it to organically navigate all that surfaces I know this was a super quick little episode. I'm trying to put out more content this year than four episodes that I put out last year. Um, So I hope these five suggestions help you to feel more centered, more focused, and really just more intimate with yourself. I know it can be so hard to not let the routine of life pull you away from yourself, but one of the biggest lessons I learned this past decade was not to neglect me to do this work, to be comfortable hanging out with just my thoughts alone. And my life has seen such a dramatic change because of it. And a nice little segue into things that happened in 2019 since we left off in September. I know I announced my upcoming road trip and my move to Seattle. And oh my God, you guys, what a freaking adventure. 
We went through the desert chicness of Marfa, Texas. I don't know if you guys have ever been to there, but it's the cutest little desert town I have ever been to. I recommend going there if you live in Texas, if you want to go to Texas um, and you're very uh, into fashion and trinkets and spirituality and all of that, like such a cool place. Uh, and from there, we went on to Taos and Albuquerque, New Mexico. God, there was this beautiful national forest uh, in Taos called Carson National Forest. And it was just, I wrote so many poems about that. I mean to share at some point. Um, but yeah, just such an inspiring place for me to write. Uh, and from New Mexico, we slid on through Colorado to the breathtaking, I'm talking breath taking petrified beauty of Arches National Park in Utah. I just, it just blew my mind how these rock formations are still there and just different shapes and beauty that is just literally piles of rock. Then from there, we made a pit stop in Idaho. We froze with delight in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It is so beautiful there. Um, it was literally nine degrees. We were freezing our asses off, uh, the entire time, you know, being from Texas and all that, we don't get weather that is below, you know, freezing too often. So that was a huge shock to my body. Um, and then from there we saw the majesty Tetons and Yellowstone in Montana. Um, we hopped on the Oregon trail and into this magical evergreen state eventually and it's been two months since we've officially become Seattleites. Uh, Roland and I, my boyfriend, have just truly been enjoying every minute of it. A lot of you may not know I made this trip out here with no job, no apartment, and not really a whole lot of expectations or plan other than just to enjoy the adventure and you guys it worked out. It has worked out. I have never done anything that ballsy in my entire life and taking a huge leap of faith to start over somewhere new has been the most amazing experience. It hasn't always been easy. I mean, there's been times where it's presented its own set of unique challenges. I mean, being in a totally new environment, a new job industry, but nevertheless, like, I can't help but know in my core that I made the right decision and not a day goes by that of course I don't I miss my family and my friends and my old clients back home and even my old job but I'm also really happy to have done this for me and to welcome all the growth that will accompany being out here I haven't been back to Texas yet since moving I don't have any trips planned to go back just yet um I am fully embracing being a part of the Pacific Northwest and all of its fucking gorgeousness out here. But I'm sure I'll get back to visit at some point. Um, it's just crazy to me because I wrote about what life would be like moving out here in my journal a few months before we made the trip. And it's been all of that and more. So I'm so excited for the future of the show. I have been getting all the analytics reports from um, 
Buzzsprout, which is the hosting platform that I use for anyone looking to start their own podcast, um, really digging Buzzsprout. But it's just grown in one year. Every listen just means so much to me. Every, every listener means so much to me. So I just want to thank you guys so much for this, for your support. You've been listening to the Mindfully Lifted podcast. If you like this episode, if you found it helpful, I would so, so appreciate you taking the time to leave a thoughtful review, share a screenshot of this episode to your story, or even send it to a friend who you think needs to hear it. You can find the show on Instagram at Mindfully Lifted Project where you can click the link in our bio to join our email list for updates on new episode releases, free personal development worksheets, quotes, and more. And if you'd like to follow me on the gram, you can find me on my personal account at Camilla Celeste. Thank you guys so, so much for listening again. Your support means the absolute world to me. Any feedback or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show send any of the accounts I just mentioned a DM on Instagram because I'd love to hear how this show has helped you in any way. That's our show, humans. I will catch you guys in episode six. I'm your host, Camilla Celeste, signing off.